Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. In Todd Sarsbrook say that bit. What? <laughs> bit of a change. <laughs> yeah, it's been another depressing week again. It couldn't be any more depressing this week, could it really? Comedy gold at the beginning, that's oh, well, I'm getting desperate now, really. <laughs> We've had two games, aren't we, this week? Yeah, two games this week we'll talk about. We'll talk about, it's obviously time for Nathan Jones, I think. Yeah, the rumours about the managers. Yeah, the two favourites that are coming in and apparently feared today. Well, uh, what the fans have said in the papers as well. Yeah, what the women have done today, how the hell they've gone on. So we'll jump straight into it with another fantastic display from the lads. Uh, another tale of two halves. 3-2 defeat to Nottingham Forest. Well, I think first off, I thought they played really well. Um, they did. I think they, they, closed, well. they closed them down well. They made it difficult for them. We took the lead, but yet again... As soon as we take the lead, that's it, it's, we sort of switch off. Excuse, really, I mean, they started well. We looked like, I mean, we should have been 2-0 up, really. Yeah. To be honest, at the end of the first half, but instead it's one all. I've, I've said this, and I've said it a few times, all, all our problems are coming from wing-back areas. Balls are floating in all the time. Right side. Mainly right side. <laughs> Every week, right side, the yeah. balls are floating in because McLean ain't doing that job there. But I can't blame McLean. He's not a left back. He's not a left wing back. So no. I can't blame him for not knowing how to defend properly. No. You can't just put a, a bloke there going, well, he's experienced, he knows what he's doing. He's not a defender, though. I think I think sometimes when you see like a defensive midfielder drop into defence, it works because the defence minded, aren't they, a bit more. Whereas McLean's an attacker. He's an attacking winger. That's all he's ever been. He's a winger. Yeah. All it is is about getting that ball forward. And every time that we've lost the ball, he's out of position all the time because he doesn't know how to play there. But it's it's every week, and, and again, you have to look at, well, if this manager's got everything he wants, why why is Stephen Ward on our left-back and McLean has left, this is his first-choice left-back? Yeah. When we've got a 33-year-old in Ward that can't even complete four games in a, in a row. Is he injured, Ward? He's, he's not injured, he's just done. He's just, <laughs> he's just, he's done. just <laughs> finished. He's just finished at any level. I think he's just done. Yeah. He's had too many serious injuries in the last two years and we've we've given him a go. Why? Uh, yeah. It's just a waste of time. He's probably got three years on his contract, so he's another one that's gonna sit in the reserves. Yeah. When are we gonna be smart when it comes down to bringing players in? Just bring a kid in, bring anybody in. Just don't bring somebody in who's here for for ten minutes and then they're gonna retire. Exactly. I mean he, he just keeps going on and on. He just needs to play Jordan Cousins isn't good enough for the reserve team from what I'm hearing. So I mean we'll go back to the game. I mean, for me as soon as Badu and Die went off, literally all the defensive structure went out the window because there was no control in midfield. Well I think it was making Atabo having do too much, I think. Well it's Because before and Die was controlling the game and Etebo was having the license for yeah, run forward, for, for get forward, and and and, it, and it was working well. But as soon as he went off, we looked so open again in the middle. It, it's it's getting frightening. It's getting frightening. <laughs> now. I mean, Nick Powell retained. I wasn't really impressed with him off the ball. No. When he was when he was on the ball, he, he did all right. He seemed to be in the right places, but he's not going to get you any improvement. Again, every sign I'm looking at, I'm looking at going. He's not improving anything though. No. And I'm, I'm just. There's no fight in them. There's, there's nothing there, really. There's nothing there. We're still using players from the relegated season because we can't get rid of them. But to be honest, they're better than what we're bringing in. So it's like, we're, I mean, for me, I don't understand why Lindsay was dropped. He's been playing well recently. Yeah. But he dropped him for, for Carter Vickers. But so this, is, this is what we said the other week, wasn't it, about the changes all the time? <laughs> It's it smacks of desperation. Well, it does. Time. It does. But he's only yeah. twenty three. He's a lad that can he can he can play yeah. a few games in a, in a week. He's he's young. He's he's vibrant for it. Yeah. Martin's Indian though. There's no. I just don't see any fight from the, any of them. None of them look like they're going to put that extra ten percent in anywhere. Well, if they if they think they're going to lose the ball, they'll let it run past them. It's it's a bit like the equaliser. If you watch it, half time a lot of people going well. He had two hands on the ball, so technically it's a foul. But why didn't you punch it? If that's the case, why did you not get it clear of your area? At the end of the day, Butland's got enough experience now that. Well, yeah, so, I mean, the problem with that goal is he came, again, came from the right-hand side, ball could swung swung in. Now, if he, has, if he hasn't got a good connection on that ball, then he's got to either parry it to another Stoke player, or, as you say, he's got to smack it away and get rid. Yeah. Especially at that 
time of the match when was it the 42nd 43rd minute yeah and the man blocking the shot was Sam Lucas yeah another player out of position and the problem is as well that we've got to look at it that we start the second half and instantly let them take the lead <laughs> so it's it's like I mean instantly we, yeah. did, we didn't even get back into his seats by the time they took the lead great finish great Eddie but yeah. again from the right hand side yeah so it's a great it is a great finish but like you say, it's it's just to me both sides. I know a lot of people saying right side, and and, and the it's true the right side's so weak, but it's not much better on the left either. <laughs> you, can, you can pick holes in a Stoke side. I mean, to me, anybody who's coming Stoke will go get the balls down the flanks because they're all over the place from the from the wings. They're not going to play through us. No one's going to play through us this season as long as Jones is there. They'll just keep pinging it on the wing because they know. We've got nobody either side. Yeah, so we'll go, because the problem is they're breaking forward and they haven't got the speed to get back and, yeah. and help out. I mean, the third goal, for example, the, the, the bloke who loves scoring against Stoke, Lewis Graben. He's scoring against everybody away from home, <coughs> Graben. He loves scoring against Stoke, though, Graben. The third goal, McLean was miles away. Yeah. He was like, ah, running back in. Back. It's too late then, goal. <laughs> too late then, it's a goal. Yeah. The right winger had all the time in the world, get his touch, move it to the right position and then pass it through to grab and bang, 3-1. Yeah. A game done. Another defeat. The, the thing is though, when you look at <coughs> social media with the fans now, everybody's cheering on each other, aren't they? But, well, I mean, I sat there and read five or six lads saying, it's all Butland's fault now. The reason we're in the position we're in is Butland. <laughs> I was thinking, well, I know he's not had the best 18 months, but I don't think he's, he's the reason we're in the bottom yeah, three. The, the biggest problem with this club is the board doesn't know what he's doing. No. Literally doesn't know what, what he's doing. It's just, it's just bringing manager after manager and hoping that build a squad with what we've got. But I said this the other day to somebody who was talking to me about what's wrong with Stoke. And I said to him, well, if you keep buying players that aren't confident into a team that's already got no confidence, it's not going to make confidence. <laughs> let's, let's be let's be honest. Yeah, I mean one plus one. Is not all, one. All, all, all these three transfers we've got in. Let's be honest. None of them are exactly ripping up trees at the clubs no. away before. So no. maybe Nick Powell and anybody could rip trees up at Wigan, couldn't they? Well, Roddy Eager could as well. <laughs> ben Watson. Ben Watson, what a legend. Just getting frightening now because nothing's changing no. and the fact is it's getting even more scary because we'll go into the next part of it now we're, we're being linked to David Moyes and Steve McLaren uh, Steve McLaren comes I'm gone next time I'm with David Moyes Leak Town I'll be watching I'll, go, I'll go watch Leak Town next see if Dave Moyes comes in I'll tell you now he's an absolute McLaren's worse with that Broly I'll beat him with that Broly I can't see people saying that oh boy he could be it McLaren could be. Uh, it could be I mean David Moyes is, is done He's he's been hit hard with the with the Man United gig. Did he alright West Ham though, didn't he? He did alright, but he was never going to last more than a year. And it's like he knows Where'd that. Were they going to go down though when he took over? No, nah, they were going to a bit of trouble, but they weren't going to go down. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a wobble. David boys, I mean, come on, who wants him now? Well, I mean, from what the Sunday Mirror's reporting, that he is definitely gone, and he's lost the dressing room. Coach family have already approached Moyes. Well, so, I'll be honest, it is time for him to go now. I feel sorry for him. You backed him, didn't you, for ages I, I, as well? I, I'll back him. Yeah. I'll back him. I've always got to back him, even if he stayed on a bit longer. But the fact is, his results are terrible. Yeah. And nothing's improving. And, and it might, it's not his fault. I'll, I'm going to go straight in there and say it's not his fault that he's going to go. It's the board. Yeah. Same with Rowitz. Same with, with Lambert. The numbers don't lie, though, mate, do they? And that, I mean, someone put on the, the wins draws and defeats for the last sort of three managers I mean it's irrelevant because we've struggled since Hughes but at the same time numbers never lie when you look at it on paper and you go you know well you've won three games and you've been here nearly <laughs> not far off you've been here a year and it's like well I think I think the depression hit once we once we lost to Crawley uh, in the cup and I mean Crawley and that was that match was pathetic. I was listening to it on the radio because, of course, I had to be awake next day. It was just getting worse. I, I mean, we again we took the lead and then just let them come back in. I guess we weren't the only team to lose to Lower. I mean, Tottenham lost, didn't they, to Colchester? Yeah, it, it does happen. It, it does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't yeah. happen, but oh, we were terrible. Yeah, we looked like the bottom team. We did. We looked like a team that was in the in League Two. There was no quality. Danny Bat 
what a horrendous signing he's become yeah. now. He's yeah. absolutely hopeless. It's one of the worst signings I've seen in a while. Yeah, but it, it's like, again, why didn't we just put that extra three million and get Matt Clark, who's ripping it up at Derby? I'd terminate his contract and get someone out of the youth. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd let him go. I'd say, Harry, come back. He's gone. Well, Nathan Collins didn't really dress himself in very Well, he... It was terrible. The same as Joe Hart, Joe Allen's where he lost the ball, too eager, flew back in with no no brains really, went straight yeah. through him like he was nothing. The but thing is, it always seems a lot, I know I know, obviously the lower league, but it always seems a lot worse when, when you're struggling anyway. I mean, how many other times have we seen it calling cup? I remember Liverpool once going Burnley and losing when Burnley were lower league, and, and he sort of looked at it on paper and went, Liverpool haven't lost in 10, they should smash them. Yeah. And they sent a second-rate team and got beat. And, and it does happen. Like you say, when, when your backs are against the wall anyway, you, you need to do that. You need results and you need to look confident. And, and to be fair, this is the reason why they'll get sacked, is that this season I've never seen Stoke look confident on the pitch. They haven't looked confident since he's been on job. The last time I saw Stoke look confident was last season. Oh, sorry, it was it last season with Leeds? That's the only one with Nathan Jones. Oh, it was Nathan manager then? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, when he beat Leeds, yeah. The route was Derby, and that's the best performance I've seen for... That's the best that I've seen for a while, though. About a yeah. year, that was last good game. And the facts don't lie, that it, it is time. So we'll go into, it's going to be the next manager. I mean, the list is Chris Hewton, but he's getting quite a bit on Chris Hewton. I don't think he wants it. Like I say, I mean, you can never always believe what the papers say, but I mean, right up there into Moyes. I, don't he, I think he's giving Moyes or Hewton. I don't see McLaren coming in. It's just so unimaginative, though. It's just no break. But the problem is, what ta- like for me, I'd love Johnson at, at Bristol City. That's who I want. Yeah. But he's not going to leave Bristol City. He comes no. Stoke now. That's how far Stoke have dropped. That Lee Johnson wouldn't leave Bristol City to come Stoke. Stoke. Yeah, that's how far we've dropped in, in yeah. not even two years. We haven't just dropped a little bit though, have we? We might as well tie the brick to his ankle and chuck himself off a cliff. Oh yeah, there's got to be. There's, there's a lot of answers that go to the to go to into the hands of John Coates for me. Since he's become vice chairman, we have literally. I mean, not only that, this self-sufficient model that he came out and said. Mm. Since Peter Coates came out and said self-sufficient and, and John jumped on. We we could we we have got an anchor around the club yeah. in the middle of the ocean yeah we'll be self sufficient in the league two the conference the league league conference. <laughs> yeah it's we've got no debts <laughs> we're doing great <laughs> <laughs> we've lost every game for the last four years <laughs> but everything's all right but this is the thing now now like there's a there's a shining light at Sunderland because it's reminded me of Sunderland but there's a shining light at Sunderland. They got new owners. Yeah. They got new people coming in, fresh yeah. blood to try new things and get the club rising again. Is that going to happen to Stoke if we go down to League One? No. But the thing is, people are quick enough criticise <coughs> when you turn around and say, "Well, maybe we should have new owners." But then they go, "Well, look what they've done. And look what they've done wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> look what they've done <laughs> now." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all like sitting there being all nostalgic and going, "Well, when they come in, they saved us." And yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> But they didn't. <laughs> they, really? They didn't. <laughs> it makes me laugh that all these Stoke fans, because you can tell the ones who didn't go and, and can't remember the past. If, it, if Peter Coates scrounged this club to the ground and put us in league into League One, the Icelanders came in and saved us from debt and kicked the club back on and got us back into the Championship. They tried going for the Premier League, but the owner wouldn't buy any players unless they were Icelandic. <laughs> and that's true, that is. So... You know, the club ended up sneaking into debt and it was getting bad. Peter Coates comes in and, yeah, at first does a great job. Gets us back up to the Premier League, gets us in the Cup Final, does all this, does all that. But in two times when it was pinnacle for us to spend and go for it, he's let us down. thing is, though, that team that come up, a lot of them players would not have gotten any other Premier League side. You look at the side that came up. Yeah, not the signings. So, Follow couldn't get in the Portsmouth side at the time, bear in mind, before he comes Stoke. No, they're all cheap signings, yeah. They, they, a lot of them would not have gotten any other side, and they all, all massively overperformed for a good few years. Oh, yeah, they and were. then we added quality, and before you know it, you're established in the Premier League, yeah. and everybody's happy. But then when players started leaving, because I always remember someone saying to me when um, I think Walters was about 29, and they turned around to me and said, Now's your time, bring in the next John Walters. He doesn't even have to play for the first three years. Well, they did, didn't they? We start, no, but he started with understudies for people 
who were similar sort of players to work under that system. Yeah, they did, he, he did replace him, didn't he? Yeah, to late, a lot of them got replaced to late then. Yeah, that's they did replace him, Breck Shea. Breck Shea was the next John Walters. That's what you were saying, yeah. <laughs> he was a replacement for John Walters. Oxley was supposed to be the replacement for Peter Crouch. Someone's been watching too many. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Van Ginkle was supposed to be the replacement for Steven really? Zanzi. Oh no, no. <laughs> I thought Tim Bula was added. Tim <laughs> Bula was the eventual, he was the second crack. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Zanzi replacing. <laughs> yeah, but some of, a lot of them for me were a little bit too late. They should have come a lot earlier. No, they didn't replace them full stop though, did no. they? They tried to replace them and they were crap. To me, an understudy's not somebody bringing for 18 million. An understudy's just somebody you, you brought in. Well, Hesse was uh, Arnie's replacement, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the player, the, the, that core group, the Hoofs, the Shawcroft, all them, they should have been looking at people understudying them years ago. Years ago. Yeah, but the, the thing is with them, it's mentality, weren't they? And the problem is that Stoke weren't willing to pay the going rate for a good player so they were always looking for cheap so if you look at like when Stoke were going out to try to get the next talented foreign player we were getting players like Brett Shea, Juan Agadello, Hosselu and these absolute these absolute horrendous players I mean Brett Shea is without a club now he's only, I think he's only 28, 29 How long has he been left Stoke? About three, four years? No clue I can remember Derby sounding my loan and said, what the hell is he? He's not a professional footballer. Which <laughs> <laughs> shows you how terrible our, our scouting network has been. Yeah, because all the clubs will look at it and go, what, yeah. where, where have you been from? So that's what I mean. When we go back to it now and we'll talk about the next manager to come in, it's got to be somebody who can work with our horrendous fee, fee exp- expansion and transfer system. Well, I mean, like you say, I mean, obviously... Whoever's going to come in, they've got to work on the coaches the way they do things, and Scholes' way of doing things. And, and I think I think maybe Nathan Jones was a little bit naive when he came Stoke. I think he came Stoke going, "I'll do exactly what I did at Luton," and then he's coming and gone. Can I have him? No, you can't have him. I'm too deep. <laughs> Can too I have deep. him? Then he's a bit cheaper. Oh no, no, no. We'll no. give you Stephen Ward. Yeah, from Burnley. Yeah, he'll give you a good year. Yeah. <laughs> He'll give you a good two months. Yeah. <laughs> you can play him every other week, it'd be great. <laughs> and and he just think I don't know, I think some managers are a little bit naive. And the problem is, once you start getting... I think getting, Rout was naive. I think Rout was naive. I do. Yeah, I do, because the young managers and they're hungry and they, they want success. Well, you can see it in David Jones' face that he wants he wants to, wanted to succeed here and get Stoke back and going again. But they haven't helped him. Did you call him David Jones, sir? No, Nathan. Did you say Nathan? Yeah. What is going to say? What the hell, James? It's like the old Southampton company. I loved him, Adam. It was great. Yeah, I think the, the young, hungry managers, and, and they're just like, right, yes, this is a big club, I can do well here. And then they come in and go, what are these owners? What's this all about money? And can't buy him, can't buy him. I, I understand that every club will have a limit on what you can spend, obviously. It, even the top clubs all say well we're not spending that much on him he's no. not worth that obviously it's probably only City really that but can waste stupid amounts of money but Stoke have done it Stoke have wasted so serious money Stoke have mm. you, I mean you go back it's not only just how much we bought them in the first place Jenny and Bewley he's got to be on 60 grand a week yeah easily yeah and the fact is he He's horrendous. He's cost, he's cost us about forty million. Terminate his contracts. The, the, whatever the compensation fee for terminating his contracts would have been nowhere near how much money we've paid him in wages over the last how many years? Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing. Though it's like the thing is, if we this is the biggest problem in modern day game is that you get these players on long contracts because you're scared of losing them for nothing because that's what because basically we lost him Zonzi for seven million because we we were stupid with his contract and didn't give him a new one. Well, yeah. he wouldn't sign a new one. Scholes, you know, super Tony Scholes, who learns his learns from his failures, says, right, okay then, Johnny and Dai, I'm going to give you six-year contracts. You're going to stay here for good. Three months later, they aren't good enough getting the first team. Yeah. But they've got five years left on the contracts. Yeah. You so, you've got loan, so you've got loaned them out for four years, and then t- super Tony Scholes sitting there going, yeah, well, we're not going to lose them for cheap. Yeah. What losing for cheap? <laughs> I'd never give any. The only way I'd give a player a five-year contract is if he's been at the club for two, three years, and he is constantly like successful all the time. Like, I, 
I don't I, I don't be wrong there'll be some players who walk through the door and you're like he is decent we know he's decent yeah. if he wants a five year contract we might have to give him one well, but the problem is at Stokes level that's very few and far between well if you learn if you learn well from other clubs like if you go to France for example Nice Nice are a club that have been rising and rising and rising steadily in France a club that's got no real money just clever owners they only get big stars but on one year contracts and yeah. if they go they go if they stay they'll stay like Mario Balotelli they had him for three years on with one year extensions just extending it every just year just extending it every year so if you want to stay you can stay you'll carry on scoring goals and getting up the league they got in the Champions League two years in a row from yeah. this model just cause, because basically they were saying we're not having what we had years ago that put them in debt by buying big names on long contracts not succeeding and then having to foot the bill for three years yeah. and putting the club in debt. Makes for a very busy uh, summer every year to try and decide who's staying and who's going. But yeah, but again, I've done it myself on uh, yeah, But you know, you know where you stand as well. Yeah. So if Barry Italian goes and you go, fair enough, we'll just get him, get him, yeah. get him. Because you've got no ties to how much, you, how much you're spending. Or I'd never have anybody's name on the back of my shirt if I was living in would you? I'd be there a year. <laughs> Don't have his name. But it's, it's the model that's followed in Turkey as well, where you spend big money on getting a couple of players in but only have them on a three-year deal. With the plan of having two successful years and then selling them at the end of that two, two years. Two years, yeah. And if not, if they haven't succeeded, you sell them cheap anyway. Yeah. Because they've only got short contracts. Yeah. Like you say, I mean, it, it can be just as expensive when you put somebody on a, a long contract as it is if it's a short, mm. but then the transfer fees are, because the thing is, like you say, if the transfer fees are, but you manage to get rid of them after two years anyway, yeah. you take the, the hit on the transfer fee and that's that, whereas in Buller and that, they're just bleeding the club dry. Yeah, they have, since, yeah. Basically, since the first, basically in Buller had half a season and then since that five years of contract, he's been not even at the club. He's got no. a chain round his neck. Yeah. And at the end of the day, with how much he's on a, a month, it's cost us millions just from having him at the club. So the man who's got to come in next, A has got to be not sold down the river like Nathan Jones and given no money. You know, he's he's got out and bought three transfers and he's only bought two players. Yeah. Tommy Smith and Liam Lindsay. So the rest of them have all been free transfers. His loans have been over the hill rubbish. Yeah. So I think everybody wanted Nathan do well, didn't they? I was desperate for him to do yeah. well, but then when I started noticing, I thought, at first I thought, brilliant, he's bolstering the squad to let loads of players go by bringing in decent free transfers that can fill and do a job in here and there. But then I noticed more to the Wolves window, I was going, nobody's coming in. How yeah. come we aren't buying anybody decent? We're buying no first teamers here. Yeah. And then Nathan Jones has gone into a season bringing in 10 players, none of them first choice, except maybe... Liam Lindsay at a push. Mm. Well, what we both said, Powell at the beginning, didn't we? Yeah, pa Powell, but he's injured all the time. Mm. He's just always injured. He looks unfit to me. Because he's injured all the time. You, you can't get fit when you're having month, two month knocks here and there. Yeah. That's what we're going back in the booth. <laughs> That's what I mean. Let's <laughs> get back to United. We've got a long way to go. Yeah, it's. Um, like I say, yeah, I think it's been echoed by a lot of fans saying. They all w sort of willed him do well, didn't they? I mean, everybody wanted him to do well. Yeah, I mean, it's, he, he will go now. He'll be gone by. He'll be gone after Huddersfield. But knowing him, he'll probably get a win against Huddersfield. <laughs> thing is, I don't know why why they came out and said, "Well, we if we're going into battle on Tuesday, then we want no nobody else other than Nathan Jones." And I thought, well, it's no right or wrong time to sack a manager. Yeah. If you'd have sacked him before, Paul Hart would have took charge of it, wouldn't he? Yeah. As for that game yeah. as caretaker manager and that would have been it but this this is where it comes down to it now you've got a selection of managers there because Stoke won't go for another eight clubs manager again they won't do that so again this is the big problem of who comes in now David, David Moyes is up there as one of the favourites Chris Hewton um, Steve McLaren which hold on quite on Terry Pulis and I know why, why that is I was I told him no well I was, I was arguing with that bloke online once what's it called Summit Holmes I think his name is and I'm arguing with him all the time because I'm saying he won't come back to Stoke. I know, that's all I keep saying though, isn't it? He's always bringing Pulis back. Tony Scholes will not have Tony Pulis back in no. this club because he's too he's too friendly with the Coates family. Yeah. He will not have him back yeah. because it, cause he'll go above him every time I he wants to play. I before Pulis comes back. Yeah. Well. Peter would love him come back. 
Peter Coates, if anybody was out there, he'd want Tony Peels, but he doesn't run it anymore, John does. Yeah. And John's got this obsession with wanting to play great tippy-tappy football. Well, he's doing is that to League One, if yeah, he carries on. Tippy-tapping it into his own goal. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and Scholes won't have, you will not have him back, because he'll just he'll just be on the phone, every time he goes in for a play, he'll be like, ah, Peter, he's not letting me have this player again. <laughs> and Peter will be coming down going, get YMT, get him what he wants. Peely should just WhatsApp me. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Peely said he wants this play, what's going on? Yeah, but we can't get him in. <laughs> Send me an angry, angry emoji. <laughs> and that's, that's, what's, that's what used to happen. It used to be, they didn't get on, and that was why, because he was so yeah. friendly with the coach family, because they loved him. You've all got to get on at some point. I know you've got, you've got to disagree, but, but that's what I think made us successful. That he did do that, that he did go above Tony Scholes and go up to the hierarchy and say, I need this player. Yeah. And Zonzi wouldn't have come. Beatty wouldn't have come. I think there's three or four others that wouldn't have come if Peels didn't go above yeah. and get that man through the door. Yeah. So that might be the big difference of why we're not getting a player now. Because Scholes. Because Scholes got, got too much power oh. on what's bringing in. Yeah. Yeah, you can sort of have visions of skulls like crying in the room at Stoke. <laughs> yeah, when Peelers was there because he's got above him yeah. and got the player anyway. He's gone out and started arguing with the tea lady just so he felt a bit important. <laughs> <laughs> what are these tea bags you put in? Sandra! <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say to you, it's, it's a difficult time now for Stoke because I can't see another manager coming in and working with the system. I can't, I can't. This chapel's come in to work with Nathan Jones, which has been basically throwing him under the bus. Just for the sake of getting him cheaper, they've left it till September. Yeah, it's pointless. He's it's pointless. Totally Chapel's pointless yeah. coming in now. Because whoever comes in will want their own. Because that's what he, whoever yeah. Chapel comes in to work with, he'll, he's going to have a new manager to work with soon. Yeah. So all that work he's done with getting players yeah. and Ethan Jones going, oh, we've, had, we've got three targets. Right, throw them in the bin. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> start again. He's crap, he's crap, <laughs> he's crap. I don't want any of that. It's, it's a system that isn't going to. It's, it's, it, we're. we're we're backing up on ourselves all the time because we won't do what's necessary and, and we knew what was necessary when we came down we needed to shift as many players as possible yeah. sell Joe out because that's what Swansea did Swansea came down and anybody with any ego and name was gone yeah. loan, sold, gone yeah. free transfer get rid of him get rid of him get rid of more let's rebuild and start Yeah. and they nearly got into the playoffs because of it Yeah. we, we spent Fresh start and then last this season they've done the exact same again shipped out everybody else yeah, that yeah. was left Jefferson Montero's gone James well, Wright just shift, shift them out and get rid yeah. start again yeah. Stoke haven't they they kept hold of them all yeah. and then he's got to retirement time now it's, it's like we've got Joe Allen on 50 grand a week sat on the bench yeah he's not worth 50 grand a week because because we didn't sell him because we were trying no and exactly what we were trying to do John Coates was trying to go yeah we are one of the big boys in this league Joe staying here Staying here, staying oh no, God, we're in debt. And that's, that's, that's as quickly as it happens. I, think it, I don't think he's any better than Glenn Whelan. No, he isn't. I think Glenn... So, Glenn, and then I was thinking, well, look at the season he had for Villa. Nice. He's a better player. Yes, He's like, a better player, The thing is with Pulis when he was in charge, this is why I wouldn't mind Pulis. I mean, if Pulis come back, I would be happy. I'd go fair enough because he'd turn his round pretty sharpish because he knows how to get hard work out of players. He knows a system that works, and he will he will turn the club round. You'd know the defence had, had changed. So he, he'd be my choice, but then getting a human in this line, it isn't going to really improve anything. I just can't see it, really. It's taken a miracle, I think, now for savers. Oh, it's, it's getting... That's how negative I've got to now. Well, that's, that's what it's getting like now. Yeah. That's what it's starting to feel like. Right, so we'll move on to what Durham said. Well, sort of tore us a new one on. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. Thursday Durham, talking about Stoke. We've been talked about quite a lot this week on Sky as well. I mean, the thing is, Nathan James was on TalkSport not long ago and um, I think a lot of people in football feel sorry for him because he he, he says one of the nice people of football, isn't he? But Durham sort of blames the fans, he blames the manager, he blames the owner. He doesn't like us anyway, does he? Yeah, yeah Durham doesn't like us I'll admit that. Yeah, I mean, he had death threats, didn't he, when we first got promoted? Yeah, yeah. He took it one step too far. Yeah, said, well, shouldn't be in the league or something like that. I mean, he's got got to watch his mouth sometimes, yeah. The problem is, mate, he's like like a jack-in-the-box a little bit. He comes out of these questions on a a, a drive and and you're like, you're doing it just for a reaction a bit. Mm -hmm. You're just wanting Stoke fans to ring up and go, 
you're an absolute mongo. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, he does it all the time. I think he's got a point with the fans, though. He has, he has got a point there's with the some, fans. There's, some, yeah. there's, there's, there's a real toxic, toxicity at Stoke with the fans. They just don't seem to want to do anything. They're just, they're just angry all the time. Yeah. And I couldn't stand because we've been garbage for years. But eventually you've got to sit there and be honest and go, right, this bloke needs time, we need to do this, we need to do that. Yes, the board isn't helping us, we know this, they aren't getting the right players in, but we're on, we're on Nathan Jones after three games. Yeah, yeah they're good enough, he's not least out of his depth. Because he's not game. Game. Best though it is, the fans who moan Matt about him every week, and the fans who sat there before he came in and went, we need a we we don't need a name. We need someone young and hungry. Yeah, so yeah. you got someone young and hungry in and go. We need a name. <laughs> we we don't know what he's doing. We need a dinosaur. <laughs> one of the old managers that knows what he's doing. Get worn again. He's <laughs> retiring. I don't care. Get him in. <laughs> he can do it from home. <laughs> it's it's just uh, the thing is, Jordan come on the other day and he just said everything we've already said. People people were saying in the paper that he was brutal. He wasn't brutal. He was. To me, most of it was true. At the end of the day, we have fallen massively like a stone, and that's that really. So we've got Huddersfield Tuesday. Uh, will he be in charge for it though? Well, apparently the, the club are saying he isn't. So um, I don't think it makes any difference whether he was or not, really. I mean, they've turned around and said that we need Nathan in there for this. Massive game, well, does it matter if he is this, or isn't? This is a massive game though, I'll be honest, for Tuesday night, this is a massive game. Yeah. Because, are we still bottom or are they, are they still bottom? I think they're still bottom, um, as far as I'm aware. It's, it's a big, it's a big 3-6 point to this one, because we need to win to try and bump start, but I just, because I mean, they're just as bad as us at the moment. Talking about Sunderland, Huddersfield are a perfect example. The thing is though, Huddersfield, I mean, they don't, they, they had this, that same stereotypical thing where you go in the prem, you stay up the first season, second season syndrome and the back down again, yeah. aren't they? And, and there's been so many clubs that, that have done that over the years, it's it's frightening really. Three four at Huddersfield now though, it is three four. I mean they've had a new manager, haven't they? The yeah, one from Lincoln. Danny Cowley, yeah, yeah. yeah. over talented young manager. No, we're back at the bottom, mate. Yeah, we're so, back we're at the bottom. so we need beat them. Simple as that. You need a win. You need a win. I mean, if he gets a win, you never know. Things could turn around for him. But the thing is, we're already um, six points adrift. Now we're gonna have, we're gonna have got twenty eight points. We've got two. Yeah, it's, it's time for it's time for a change. I mean? It's time for a change now. Yeah, because you're starting to get. I don't want to get to the point where it's uncatchable and playoffs are still on really. So it's it's about to. Uh, we conceded twenty goals as well yeah. in nine games. I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to play the exciting football, but we haven't got the def- we haven't got he the can't. we haven't got the defence for it, and no. we're just conceding goals all the time. Yeah. It just proves how um, <coughs> what Rowett was doing at the time was the right thing to do. Is mm. play football. Not, and it's not pretty. It's not great, but just, you get just, get, just get results on the board. That's yeah. what he's trying to do until he eventually built a team that. And then all the Stoke fans again. It's like watching purely small. Oh, <laughs> I can't watch this rubbish. Oh, get him gone. Bring exciting football back. Bring exciting football back. We get battered every week, and they're yeah. like going, "Get, get an old boy in. Let's go dinosaur hunting. Let's go dinosaur chasing. Get purely so moist back." Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we we too quick, aren't we, for jump on managers? And at the end of the day, if you look at Rowett's record, it wasn't that bad. No, he really? didn't lose. Didn't lose many games. To no. be there, I'd have him back out. He's come out and been quite. What's it Auntie about? Um, about his time at Stoke, quite honest. And yeah, he's apologised, Auntie, for what yeah. he said, and he was a bit out of order for what he said there, and that's what cost him his job, really. Yeah. I mean, the football wasn't great. He did go through a bad stint towards the end when he got sacked, but I thought he did a decent job, really. I do. Yeah. Like he did a decent job and. You know he, what he was trying to do was a sensible thing. Just just get the confidence back slowly. We can we can't stop losing. And you've got to remember a lot of those draws were last minute concentration lapses. He nearly went on a good run. He did. Yeah, I mean I've, it's just just come on here that Uzi's in the frame as well. Mark Robbins at Coventry just because of how he's performing at Coventry. Because no. I mean that's just a it, it's it's going to stay that one I can't see happening because I mean why do you keep trying to get these 
managers from League One. Yeah. Just get a good manager in. Get. I mean, for like I said before, our team deals. Who? Michael O'Neill. Oh, the art you want to come to. Tell that right now. Um, it's in the situations where we've got to just knuckle down now and just try and get some bloody points on the board because it's, it's become a pathetic season this one has I mean I, I don't know what the bookies have, have, have put on at the moment for it but what do you reckon the score scheme be then? I think we'll lose again I, I, I can't see it, it just the problem is every time we score that's it then we crumble yeah but they're, they're just they're, they're just as bad at the moment they're, they're mm-hmm. terrible as well so I mean I, I could see a win I can 4-4 <laughs> but it will end up a draw so it doesn't matter I don't know we can't lose can't lose Tuesday if we, if we lose he should be gone I want him gone if, if we lose to Huddersfield on Tuesday he's got to go simple as that yeah it's got to go I think it's straight after as because well it's, it really? because it's it's time now we can't, we can't keep losing like this if, we, if he goes I mean if Huddersfield beat us he's got to go instantly Literally at the end of that game, yeah. thanks for what you've done, it's time for a move on. Because this is what happened at Sunderland when Grayson was there and Grayson started okay and then it all crumbled and he started losing, losing, losing. He's not going yeah. to turn around. Once you get into that kind of routine Stoker in now where they can't keep a clean sheet, every time they take the lead they're conceding, it's time for... He's it. just stuck in a rut, aren't you? He's really? just stuck in a rut and yeah. he, he doesn't matter what he says or does on the training pitch, it's not going to change the mentality of them players, so it's time for a change. I mean, the bookies are totally different to what, what's being reported. Chris Hewton's even money now for being that Stoke manager. Yeah. Um, Tony Pulis, 17 to 2. Moyes, 20 to 1. Allardyce, 20 to 1. Right, it wouldn't be Allardyce. Martin O'Neill, 20 to 1. Nigel Adkins, 25 to 1. Paul Juice, 25 to 1. The trouble is, bookies have gone for the similar sort of how to work managers. Yeah, Let's start there, really. I mean, if you had to pick one, I'd, I'd probably, I wouldn't have minded O'Neill either. Martin? Yeah. No, 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 he's finished here, isn't he? He's finished. <laughs> he's finished, Martin O'Neill. Get Keane and he's all that. I don't want to meet Nonsense. Out of all them, we'd pick Pulis. If, yeah. if he was up to me, I'd pick Pulis out of them, because I know he works well under coats, and that's all you need at the end of the day. Right, so now we're going into the question time. We're going to have to put that little jingle in. <laughs> after after that bit do you want to start singing <laughs> <laughs> no no one wants that not on a Sunday right so first question I'm reading here from Viper friend of the show yeah he says does anyone want Marshall Ray-Bans <laughs> is this from last week's question <laughs> well it's because he's yeah because basically his holiday fell through and <laughs> he's bought some Ray-Bans and he did he get stuck or is he actually no, no, still he just, no he's, he's still here no, he, to be fair he has got another holiday which cost a fair bit of money. <laughs> Fortune. <laughs> Fortune. But no, his, his serious question is, there's only one choice. It's more, well, in the question, it's more of a statement, really. It says, there is only one choice, and that is Big Sam. Well, it's a Big Sam. He comes in, doesn't he? And then, as soon as he starts doing well, he's off. Yeah. If I have another, another job, <laughs> then he'll say something he shouldn't in the press, and, then, <laughs> and he'll be sacked. <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. Got a well, question. Is he telling me? Is that what it is? Yeah. We are having Allardyce, <laughs> don't say anymore. Yeah, yeah. I saw him this weekend as well when I was hobbling along because I've obviously damaged my knee and my leg in oh, the gym. God, you did some moaning off it, 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 it really is. You'll see me in the morning, I couldn't move my leg. I tried to get out of bed and ended up on my face. I thought you were going to start looking for a crutch on Facebook or something. <laughs> I was tempted, especially in the daytime, I couldn't move at all. But anyway, it's not about me, it's about him. Still, uh, another question here from Little. I don't know who's first. Joe, Joe Little here. He's saying. Joe Little? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's a it's I thought you meant Little as a supermarket. <laughs> 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 yeah, Joe Little, he's asked, uh, when, is it, when will he go? This week or next week? Tuesday night. I, I think Tuesday night if we don't win. Tuesday night. Do, yeah, Tuesday night. And then if we do beat Huddersfield, it'll be next week. <laughs> Yeah. It's one or either, really. Question here from Sally. Sally Mulkin, I think that is. Sally Mulkin. Um, she wants to know, would Pulis fix the problems that are left? I think, personally, I think whoever comes in, regardless of who it is, I still think we're going down. I think, I think Pulis would fix it. I, I think he might... I think imp- uh, results would improve, but he <laughs> just be a solid four four two one two. Just get, just get them all to beat. Yeah. That's what he do. Yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. We need to be dogged. We need fight for every last ball and win the odd game one nil and 
I think it wouldn't appeal this, but like I've already said twice now on the body, he wouldn't come back. Skulls won't have it. Right, uh, you've got some more questions, haven't you? Um, you could do the Instagram one. Yeah, um, so I'm going to read through because some of them are a little bit. Right, we've got quite a few few things to get through. This time, um, Danny Everill's got in touch. With, Not Danny. Um, yeah, he's well, probably on holiday again, isn't he? Got, <laughs> to be honest, he's, he's got more questions than questions. <laughs> well, he's got all that time as well. He's on holiday, isn't he? All cleaning wishes. I'm sure he's on holiday, yeah. Again. I'm sure he's like lying <laughs> Turkey, yeah. Um, Some holidays he doesn't. Yeah, well, have the other half live, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how some of in this couldn't win the cleaning, would they? Yeah. <laughs> Right, well, I'll start off with the first one. He wants to know if there's anything, if we were the manager, you would do different than Jones. Hey, I'd stick to stick to the same team formation as long as I could. Yeah. I'd stop swapping players every five minutes. That, that was the first thing I'd, I would stop doing. Not really. I mean, I, th- I think he's just doing the best he can with what he's got, really. I mean, what else can, what, what would you change, really, in that squad? We've got no left back. We've, we've only got a young lad who's decent at right back. Well, the first thing I wouldn't have done is I wouldn't have sent Verlinden on loan because he's the only one with any real attacking threat for me. At yeah, top. but sure, I've got your bum boy, Matt Jarvis. We've still got him somewhere. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got Jar- Jarvis to be in as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the problem is, there's no, we said before, there's no real shining light in that side anywhere. No, so Apart from maybe Etterberg, that, that's it. More than him. There's, there's nothing. Dye as well, Dye's yeah. playing well. Um, Gregory's playing well as well, to be fair. He's, he's got quite a lot so for himself, actually. <laughs> um, what would you both say to your supporters to encourage them that this huge football club is going to come through this rough patch? <laughs> <laughs> that's an order, that is. <laughs> Think positive. <laughs> I, I'd say that it always comes, everything normally does come round. I mean, Stoke are too big to drop down to the lowest ends, and if they did, it would only be for a short stint anyway. A year or two. Yeah. Stoke will bounce back again. We might not get to the Premier League and get to where we were before because we had a good connection with manager and board with Pulis, but it'll all be good. It'll all be all right. But that so can we'll... change in time, can't it? I mean, I know I've sat here and said about changing the board, but eventually it will change. As soon as Peter, I think, finishes and says, I can't do anything anymore, I think it will happen anyway. Yeah. He knows he can't leave John in charge because he's hopeless. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's one of them, really. What, what, what's, a, what's a good team bonding with your own son? And it's, I love your son, but you're no good at this job. <laughs> you're no good at any job. <laughs> it's a good job you're loaded. <laughs> um, now, this one's a quite a big question, really. What would be both of your starting 11s and both of your starting formations? Well, again, still the field. We don't say that, but we could go with that, couldn't we? Yeah, I'd go with a 4 4 one one Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> Ball yeah. in goal. Yeah. Edwards at right back. Lindsay with Indy. Uh, left back. <laughs> Someone. I don't know what it is here who plays left back. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think if we've got any kids. Because I don't want Ward play there and I can't have a clean there. Well, so what we should do then is because, we, because we've been trying to promote the ladies game, we'll try and promote a left back next week. We'll find a left back who plays for the under 18s or something. We're going to have to do something. We'll yeah. talk him up massively. Let's get him in. I tell you, yeah, like like the Wizards did with deploying Gully. <laughs> deploying, <laughs> deploying wherever he is. I like. I'll, I'll tell you, we were putting that left back. I'll put Tommy Smith in at left back because it's got to be better than what we've got. Because <laughs> he plays a very similar position, but it's the opposite side. I'd put him there. Uh, midfield goes without saying, obviously, and die with Etabo. Uh, right side, Tom Ince. Left side, um, Valinden. But we're gonna have a clean leg with Nick Powell and Gregory in front. I'm gonna go slightly different. We've got to win this game. <laughs> we've got to four two four. No, we can't play the old FIFA one. Four, four two two two. <laughs> it's not a diamond. It's like a fifty pence piece for me. Um, Sleepy head. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you with the bat four. I don't think I, I, I'm not gonna change anywhere there. That we st- you can't really do anything about left back. Um, but I'm gonna go four three three, and I'm gonna go um, 
Atabo and Dai, Klukas in the middle. Yeah, we haven't used a back line yet, have we? You've got three. They're going to have the same back line as oh, you. That's how we left. Yeah, well, the, uh, what else are you supposed to do? Well, you can put Steve Ward there. If you did, I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to go up top. I'm going to go McLean one side, it's the other side. McLean up front? Yeah. <laughs> Pace, yeah, pace, he's so pace. Oh, he asked once he gets going. And uh, Gregory in the middle. Oh, so you're playing, yeah. So yeah, so I'll play so high, high, right wing high forward. Wing, left yeah, forward and yeah. right forward instead yeah, of wing. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I think we'll get battered with that team. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're not doing much better than any other formation, aren't we? Well, well, at least mine was defensive, so I'm just going to put one middle win. <laughs> <laughs> There's still the gaps everywhere. <laughs> Um, good question, yeah, good question. He's, he's, what else has he he's, uh, got a couple of things he wants to say as well. Um, I feel really sorry for the manager. Um, everyone can see how mad that he is and uh, see the disappointments on the players' faces. Um, they Just as much as, much as the manager, um, I believe if he gave him time it would work. Um, but there isn't much time. Um, but this will come good. Eventually, which is what you've just said as yeah. well. It's too late now, Lou. Too late, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> my fault, really. <laughs> I mean, if he said that before the game, <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Oh, he is right. I do feel sorry for Nathan Jones. I do. You can see he wants it, you can see the players fight for him as well in gutted, but it's just not working. Just don't yeah. have it. Just have, we've got bits of a team there, but the pop, the places where we're missing are too important, yeah. I mean, he mentions about the Forest game on Friday. I think Stoke played well uh, against a good Forest side. Uh, stupid mistakes. Um, he's saying drop Butland and get Davies in and give him a run in the team. McLean actually worked really hard with passion. Like, it didn't look like that to me. It didn't look like that to me. <laughs> all, all goals were his fault. <laughs> <laughs> you saw how passionate he was when he scored. Uh, I like that in any player but he is that's what he is he's an attacker mm. not a defender I can't really scrutinise him for the way he's playing when he's out of position yeah. and it's not just a little bit out of position is it it's not like saying well I know you're a left, left winger but can you play right wing this week yeah it's alright yeah, yeah, don't play like centre yeah. back what what <laughs> <laughs> can't hit a ball in the street like that <laughs> can't tackle <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> so we'll bring into from this garbage rubbish that we've been talking about about the men's team. We'll go into an exciting time. We're going to talk about Chloe Jones's army now. The Potterettes. Yeah, that's uh, a third straight win. Right, they beat next time. They beat uh, the Marty Middlesbrough three one away oh, from home as well. Just ripping them apart now. Aren't yeah, that's it. Every team now crumbling. Uh, Waker still. Kelsey Richardson scoring a brace. I work with Kelsey. Is that the girl you yeah, were with? Yeah, place. Yeah, well, I'll speak to her. I'm going to try and get an interview with her, to be honest. Yeah. Try to get her on the pod. Yeah, uh, and Holly Gibson uh, got the other one. So, another good win. I mean, the thing is, it must have done them a world of good playing at the, st- at the ground last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I mean, we enjoyed it, didn't we? It was uh, it was good. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, they had a nice gin and tonic. We sat in the posh end. You know, yeah. were treated, not treated like cattle. Not as uh, not as stressed out as the men's game. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> apart from uh, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> apart from literally, literally, as soon as the goal went, and you're like, don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the ladies' game, it's like, is it four 0 or five? <laughs> have we won a ones? Have we missed? <laughs> How's this not nineteen? <laughs> but yeah, we're still flying the ladies. So. Um, yeah. I think I think there's a chance of them getting. Do they go up? I'm not sure how the system works. I'm like, like I say, I'm still still trying to figure out their website. <laughs> well, I know the top of the league now, aren't they? So yeah. it's, it, it could be promotion or a title win. I'm not I'm not sure how it works in the ladies' games, but they're they're really impressing me. The ladies, they're playing really well. Yeah, they look they're destroying every team they play. They're just going round them like there's nothing there. You know why that is, don't you? Because they're technically not associated to Stoke. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I know. Yeah, she was Peter Coates jumps on. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sign in. <laughs> can't sign in. How much? Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Um, that's why they've got uh, such a good, a good record. Yeah, they haven't got somebody going down for it. Oh, we can't afford that. How much for a play? <laughs> I've just had another question, and I have a live one. A live question, yeah. But my phone's been a little bit. It's not really a question. And that second goal came was the game changer and was definitely offside. 
Right, cheers for that. Informative. <laughs> <laughs> no, no point telling me that. It's the, it's the ref you need to tell. Yeah. Should have both. <laughs> B-A-O. But uh, yeah, great results. So now we're moving to fame and shame. Yeah. Shame could be anybody now in the team, really. <laughs> <laughs> Not on, I seem to find one. We could even have uh, Danny Batter's shame, could we? Yeah, Danny Batter, we'll have Danny Batter's shame. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> shall, shall we have a look at his stats? <laughs> well, he came in and he looked good, didn't he, Danny Bat? Came in, looked good. Looked, well, say good. That team we had at the time, anybody could look good. He's got a good haircut. Well, <laughs> well since, since like the start of the season, he's had a pre-season. They've worked them hard, apparently. And he's come back as slow as Leon Court. He's only, I mean, he's 29. He looks 35. He, look, he looks knackered. He looks knackered. Now, and the thing is, like, when I looked at him come, the first thing that I said, and nobody was picking up on this, he said, yeah, but Pulis didn't want to let him go. Well, Pulis wasn't playing him. He had him yeah. alone for half a season, only played him five times or six, something like that. So that gives it away that he's obviously not as quick or as good as he needs to be. Yeah. I mean, he's most of his career, he's been alone, alone. Mm. That's all he has. And, he, and to me, at 29... I don't know why anyone's even looked at him. No, well, yeah, we, we've, had a, we've had a good cheap. That's what we've had him for. Yeah. <laughs> you look at his career, if you look where he's been, Colchester, Sheffield United 2010, Sheffield Wednesday twice. And t- I mean, he was at Sheffield Wednesday on loan twice. That's, he had 44 games for them. Following season, he only had 10. Yeah. He, he, he's not ripped up any trees before he came. No, he just did well at Wolves. Yeah. That's it, really. That's always done well at. I mean, it, it, I mean, on paper, I suppose, if you look at it, local to Wolves as well. Yeah. You'd have thought, oh, well, Stoke, he's 29, he could, he'd be living close to family and, and close to home, he'd, he'd be settled and he'd probably do well for us, but... No. No. Yeah, and this season been like an oil tanker. Well, <laughs> movement's like it's an oil tanker, there's no pace. When, even when he's like half pelt, plays like that, we past him. That's seeing a bit, mate. There's, there's no pace to him at all, nothing yeah. there. Positioning's all over the place. He's been the worst signing for a while, he has. He's, set, he's finished for me. Yeah. He should be in League One or Scotland for me, Danny Bat. Yeah. It's not, like I say, he's not, he's not really. I, I, I just can't ever remember a game since he's come in. I mean, he's only played 23 games, but I can't ever remember a game where I went. That's why we had him. The fact is that Liam Lindsay and Carter Vickers are getting ahead of him now. He's supposed to be captain and leader of our team when Ryan's not playing. He can't even get on the pitch because yeah. he's not good enough. Yeah. We only bought him January. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing, that isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. And, and, it's, and he's getting he's gaining as a shame straight away. I don't care if he plays two more years at Stoke. He's useless. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I'd get rid of him now, I would. In January, I'd go as anybody wants him on loan. Yeah. Just get rid of him. Yeah, that's a waste of time. Honestly, we've got yeah. talent like Harry Suter and Collins at the club. We've got that waste of time that we spent three million quid on. Oh, it's embarrassing. We wonder why we struggle as a club yeah. when we've got useless rubbish like that sat on the bench when we've got talented youngsters like Harry Suter out on loan. Yeah. I think has he played ten games for Bury? Um, in half a season. In half a season. I mean... Ten games at Championship, you played ten, don't you, before about the end of September? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like 20 odd games, it's a plus cup. Yeah. So it shows you how much he was, how Pulis was like, oh, don't lose him, why? Well, he's got a good place on that bench. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit glad he keeps me warm. <laughs> he said he blocks all the wind. <laughs> yeah, an absolute waste of time. Right, so we're going to fame this week, which is... Harry Oscroft. Or Harold. That's, that's his birth name. <laughs> <laughs> now he was a legend. Yeah. Harry Osgrove. Played, where were he playing? In the, in the 20s, was it? Or 30s? Played for Stoke uh, from 1950 to 1959. Um, Played some games, so Harry did. 326 games, 103 goals. Yeah, I think he replaced Stanley Matthews in the first team as well. When he went Blackpool. Yeah, we were at Blackpool, I think that's where Oscroft came in. But what a replacement he was, how
it scored forty-one goals for them in three years. That's what I mean. What, that's when you. That's when clubs used to used to go out and get a good player. Yeah. He's going out and replacing. Let's like, so have look at his stats. How many goals he scored there, Gary? Man, not. Oh look how he's played ten games. He has in four years. Get him in. What a great signing he will be. He hasn't played for two seasons. Get him in. What a signing. He's been on the stretcher. He has Darren Villa. Get him in. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He was a legend. He stayed on the ground. He used to talk about Harry Osgoff. Said he was. He was like one of the quickest down the left side you'd ever get. I know back and then they were slow, even when they were quick. <laughs> but he was a good player for Stoke. He was good. I mean, he's, he died and um, he died on New Year's Eve, two thousand and eight. Oh. Um, Eighty-two. So, what was he? Did he play for England? Did he? Um, he's playing career. Let's have a look. He played in the Royal Navy. Royal Navy. <laughs> um, yeah, Charles at Notts County, Sheffield United in 1946. In 1945, he was uh, working in a factory in Nottingham, spotted playing football at lunchtime by Mansfield Town Manager. Oh my God. <laughs> That's how you find the player. It's <laughs> out of the factory. Um, he finished eighth in the third division, tenth and then eighth again, scoring 39 goals in 112 league games. It's not a bad return, that really. It's a good return, especially if found out a factory. <laughs> Yeah, in 1950, in January, he joined Stoke after Bob McGorry offered Mansfield manager Freddie Steele 8,000 plus Verdi Godwin. He scored three goals in his first 16 division, first division games, 1949-50. He had six goals and 39 appearances. 1950-51, 10 goals. Yeah, so he was always, for a winger, he was always banging him in, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good um, player. I mean, a lot of people didn't like him, though, because of him, because he came in to replace Stan. And... Like Bob McCrory was never, never a great taste in Stoke because of what happened with Stanley going to Blackpool because yeah. he sold him really. Bob McCrory, <coughs> but Bob McCrory is probably the biggest legend in Stoke history. Really, he played for Stoke. He's the second all-time appearance record holder. Yeah, he coached the club, managed the club, and went upstairs when he after that. Yeah, I mean, and he was Scottish. The only problem with uh, Mr. Oscroft is. He left for the fail. Oh dear. Oh dear. Went to Paul Vale after, did he? Yeah, fancied an apple barrel road, didn't he? Not <laughs> <laughs> the rough end of the Back 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 in them days it happened a lot. Teddy Connolly went there, I think Jimmy Greenoff played with Paul Vale as well. It happened, happened a lot back then because it's it was an easy place to just get a bit of money whilst you know, staying at home with a family well, rather than moving all over the place. You know my thoughts on it, I've said. There's some of the kids that I think they should go veil or crew sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they just did it to, to keep the career going. No, but going I, I think the, ki- the kids should. I, I know there's this rivalry and stuff, but at the end of the day, um, I've said before with kids, they, they're shipping them all over the place and they've never been away from home, some of these kids. And well, they used to have small squads back in them days, didn't they? They, yeah. have, they had like 16 man complete squads, not like yeah. now where you get 30 players. The thing is, when we were in the Premier League, if you'd have sent a young kid down veil when they were in League 2, and you go, well, you don't have to buy, you don't have to go and live on your own at 17. Yeah. You still live at home and you can, what's it, uh, play football down the road, they'd flourish. I, so I think they would. Apparently, it's male, though, don't, don't want to do business with Stoke, do they? Don't no. to see that they, they, they've fallen down that Like much. an allegiance with them. Well, it's, yeah. not, it's not like an allegiance. They don't want to see that they, because the bigger clubs got that big and they've got that low, that it's like a big insult We've to them. Really have, have these, have these yeah. kids. You just don't Even if they crap, you can have them. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have them for free. It's, 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 the thing is, it's worked in other areas. Like Liverpool has passed their youngsters down to Crewe, and same with Villa with Walsall, and it, yeah. it's happened all over the place. But it is a bit of a, it is a bit of a dick slap, isn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. But I think um, we just need more players like Harry. That's what we need. You know, proper grafters that you know did well for the club. I mean, that says a lot about the difference in era, isn't it? I mean, you look at, don't get me wrong, he, he's, he sort of started at Sheffield United, never played. But then, in his entire career, he had three clubs. He went to non-league club towards the very end, but three league clubs mm. all his career. You yeah. know, we've looked at some of these players on fame and shame over the last couple of months, and yeah, some of them have had like yeah. 16 clubs. That Lee Hendry. <laughs> He played for two clubs for what was it, fifteen years, and then, and then went yeah, and then two years went nine clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it, going, 
I'll, you know, I'll go two different loan moves in one year. But Andrew does. Andrew <laughs> proved that you can do it. Andrew proved it. <laughs> yeah, so that's another sort of week done. We decided to go with Oden. Yeah. I mean, there's not many like. Do you like an Oden? Because you can look, have a look through and have a look at different things you've done. Yeah, I, I like doing the older players because you actually see a legend then. Because <laughs> we've never seen one, really. Not not compared to them where they've done not nine like years and, and, uh, and played years and, and really made a, lot a name of, for themselves. Well, a lot of players that we've enjoyed watching have not stayed for massive stays, have they? No. They've no. come for a few years left. But there's not, we haven't seen players as loyal and as good as that in the past anyway when Stoke were a top, top club in England. I mean, I think, I mean, when you look through it, I mean, he was with Stoke when he went down as well. Mm. But still banging in goals. That's that's the difference, isn't it? Mm. Sometimes when you're struggling, you can still have the old game where things happen. I think there's nothing happened. I think he's not promoted with Dennis Farland and Stan again, though. I swear he did. Style of play. Oscroft was known to often go missing during games, but could also provide moments of inspiration for his team. He possessed a powerful left foot shot. Oh, so it was like the carrier, was he? He went missing for the game and then scored spear. Turned up all the time. He wanted to tear up, bang, out that. 40 yard screamer. Would have been a great comedian, wanted to just walk around with his mouth open for half an hour, then tell us a cracking joke. <laughs> right, so thanks for listening. You know where we are from now on. Make sure you tell your friends and get it out. So we hope to hear from you soon. Ta ra. Ta ra. All the best.